Hello everyone and welcome back to I Have No Idea, the podcast where we take baby steps. This will be episode 9. Definitely didn't think I would get here. Definitely had those thoughts of I'm probably gonna, you know, not finish this out or, you know, I'm not gonna keep this going, but I'm definitely impressed with myself like normally i have so many things going all at once that something like (laughs) doesn't get the attention it deserves but this time all my things i feel like all of my things are getting are getting the attention it deserves i'm learning how to manage is the right word my life i don't know (laughs) i feel like i'm learning how to manage life better and stop being so frantic one thing i have been writing down in my affirmation journal is um i am focused i focus on one thing at a time and i'm learning to stop trying to multitask so much you know just this is where i am this is where my attention is because being a gemini i don't know i feel like our minds are all over the place and it's like we're cooking we're watching a tv show we're listening to music we're writing down in our journal like it's like so many things going on at once that i learned that when i multitask i don't know about anybody else when i multitask i, I learned that i'm doing five things not at my best when i could be doing one thing at my best and then move on to the other four things you know like it might not all get done at the same time or it might not save me a bunch of time it might be more time consuming to do it one at a time but i am learning and working on to try to do one thing at a time if i can it just keeps down some of stress anxiety you know just being frantic anywho that was a sidebar for about two minutes but yes you are back at i have no idea the podcast where we take baby steps take them This is episode 9, and the topic of episode 9 is solitude. Being alone. The peace and quiet of your own energy, your own thoughts, just you. And me, myself, I know that solitude is important. And I know it's very important for growth and peace. And growing up, you know, I played a lot with the kids in the neighborhood, but I did have those moments by myself where I was like, in my own imagination. I was just coming up with stuff. I was drawing or writing, using the shoe boxes to make like houses for my action figures and things. Like my sister would help, you know, make the shoe boxes and stuff because her shoe box houses were just way better than mine. Mine were usually meant to be destroyed, you know, breaking you know breaking into a building saving somebody and all that stuff so i got used to being alone a lot as a kid like i said i had like my little crew and we used to go around riding bikes and stuff but i also played by myself a lot and i don't know like growing up and getting older i've 
had this conversation with people where I'm like, did you play by yourself? Or, you know, did you? And a lot of people didn't. A lot of people had to play with others. They didn't know how to play by themselves. They would be bored. Me, myself, it was me and Sonic, Sega Genesis, all day. Where I had all my action figures. And, you know, of course, when Pokemon came out, it was like, as long as you just stick a chicken nugget in my mouth, I'm cool. Like, so I was like that. I was a good mix. It made me appreciate being around people and appreciate my alone time. And the reason that solitude is the topic for this episode is because a lot of people don't understand that solitude is necessary for your growth. So, I want to go into, it's necessary for your growth because you have to check your thoughts. You have to check your thoughts and see, are you thinking more so positively or are you thinking more so negatively and i think it's important to check those thoughts because it can get out of hand when it comes when it comes to the negative thoughts it can get to a place where you're constantly thinking negatively and i know for me it was happening for me like that i was just i had gotten to a couple situations where my thoughts were just so negative and getting me down and I really did have to take that time to myself and just assess what I'm thinking. Assess how I'm thinking. Assess why I'm thinking these things. Because, I mean, it's a real thing. You have to control how you think. And I think if we're constantly around people, we're constantly at work, we're constantly hearing voices, hearing music, you know, just our thoughts aren't our own it could kind of get confusing of what's your thoughts and what's been put into your brain so that's one reason why i feel like solitude is so necessary for your growth you got to check yourself you got to do those checks and balances to make sure where am i and you also have to be genuine like you have to work on changing your thoughts from negative to positive or more so positive than negative so you have to do those checks and balances. You have to go through and see why are they going more so towards the negative. And it's not going to be a one-time sit down in the middle of the floor, cross-leg position, and boom, the thoughts come to you. Oh, I'm thinking more negative. It may take some time. So you have to be lenient with yourself and take that time for yourself. Give yourself some grace. And learn how to appreciate that solitude that you give yourself. Because, again, it's necessary for your growth. Another reason why I love solitude or I think solitude is necessary for your growth is because it can provide a bunch of peace. Another way to get some solitude and to check your thoughts is to simply meditate. And meditation does not have to be hours long. It does not have to be even 30 minutes. You can meditate for 5 to 10 minutes. You can pull up at your job and before you go in, just turn off the music or if you got an aux core or bluetooth pull up youtube or something or download a meditation track and that could be your before i go into work i'm going to meditate i'm going to get my thoughts ready for today or even while you're in the shower however long you take a shower put on some meditation jams some binaural beats and just really learn how to sit with yourself and monitor those thoughts so again you got to be by yourself. You got to learn how to be by yourself. You got to learn how to appreciate your own company. 
Because it might be a time where you have to be by yourself. Maybe no one's ready to... Maybe no one wants to hang out today. Maybe plans get canceled. Who knows? But if you're a person that you always have to be around someone, I think it's healthy for you to learn how to be around yourself and enjoy yourself. Another thing that... Another way solitude can benefit you is... You get to do the things you enjoy without worrying if everyone else is having a good time, if everyone else likes it, you know, what does everyone think? Like, if you enjoy going to Barnes and Nobles and reading books, or if you enjoy going to the library, or you enjoy going to paintball, whatever the case may be, you can still do that. You definitely can. You do not have to have a huge group. I mean, it will help, I guess, in some cases, such as, you know, paintball or dodgeball, anything like that. But I was just talking to my mom, and I was like, there are people that enjoy doing the same thing you like to do. And you don't have to worry if they're cool with it, if they really want to do it. But first and foremost, get out there yourself. Hey, I love mixed martial arts. I'm about to get back into it. I don't know if anybody else loves it, but I do. I don't know if anybody else is sitting there, you know, thinking, oh, my God, he think he's some, you know, karate man. That's not that's none of my concern. And it feels amazing to be in a space and fully enjoy yourself because it's something you love to do. And again, I don't know if anyone else has encountered this, but I have been in situations where I invite somebody to, you know, partake in something that I enjoy and their whole energy is like, oh, I don't like this, or it's not really my jam. And it kind of can make you be like, damn, like, well, I don't want to tell you well, bye. Well, you don't have to be here, but at the same time, I kind of do, because I enjoy this. And to me, that's another reason why solitude is important, because you get to fully enjoy those things. Sometimes you might have to venture off and do it by yourself, but the payoff is... Like I just said, you don't have to worry if anybody else is having a good time. You are. So do that shit. Go out there and enjoy yourself. I've even seen on Facebook where people are like, I'm starting to go to restaurants by myself. You know, I'm starting to go to the movies by myself. And it's even things like that. Like you might go to restaurants and someone like, I don't really want to go there. But do you want to go there? Maybe it's a seafood place and your standard crew is not a seafood people. But you want to go. So why don't you? table's still gonna be there even if you're thinking like well i don't want to look like sad that i'm here by myself change that narrative you don't look sad you're a person who's enjoying doing things if people across the way or people see you and they think oh man they're in by themselves that's their thoughts your thoughts are i'm enjoying this shit i'm enjoying this food i'm enjoying these apps these drinks I'm enjoying scrolling on Instagram if I am. Or maybe you're doing a crossword puzzle at the table. Who knows? As long as you're enjoying that food and enjoying your company, that's the best. And that's healthy for you. It, it, it gets your brain off of things that are probably not as enjoyable. Or things that have you down. Or things that are just floating around in your brain that you maybe can't get rid of. But at that present time, this, that's your focus. Enjoying something you love to do. Now, another thing that I feel like, well, let me rephrase this. 
Another way that you can enjoy solitude is, like I said in my last podcast, writing affirmations. That's some time to yourself that you get your journal, maybe plug your note app on your phone, and you just jot down things that you want to work on or you jot down things that you want to manifest. Easy as pie. It's time to yourself. No one knows what's in that note. No one knows what's in that journal but you. And again, it's time alone. That's time where you get to focus on and you get to write down what's really important to me. What do I really want to work on? What do I really want to manifest? And that's that. That's your time to just sit there, think about those things, and write them out. And like I said in my last podcast, when you write things out, there's a different effect versus when you just think it. When you're thinking a random thought, let, let me throw one of mine out there. Um, one of my affirmations. Um, I listen more than I speak. Because I had a, I am working on cutting people off. When you write it out, that's it. A thought can't change what you were thinking into something negative. It's there. It's written on paper. I listen more than I speak. If there's something you want to work on, it's out of your head. Because if you just think these things, if you just think, like you're supposed to speak affirmations as well. But if you just keep them in your brain, then your brain can change that to a negative thought. Your brain can change something that you want to work on and get distracted and flood your thoughts with so many other thoughts that you get distracted from what you're really trying to work on. That's why that's another reason why I write down my affirmations and the things I want to manifest. Because if I just kept them in my head, I wouldn't be able to focus. And sometimes when I go and I flip to a new page of affirmations that I'm about to write down, I I pass by the old ones. And I get to see my progress. I get to see, dang, I wrote down that I'll be more focused. And I am. Like, I'm I'm doing this. So it kind of just gives you a little, like, I'm doing this. I can do it. Let me give myself a pat on the back. So... Affirmations are another way where you can appreciate your solitude and learn how to appreciate your own company and as well as move you forward towards growth and peace. Now, another way I like to, I guess, employ or... (laughs) Another way I like to enjoy my solitude is... I get to enjoy and love myself without, and that just, well, I I get to love and enjoy myself, enjoy my company. And I guess this can be like doing something and not having to worry about if someone else is enjoying the thing that you invited them to or, you know, say, hey, you know, do you want to come to this? When you're by yourself, you get to learn yourself. You get to enjoy your own company. Like I was saying previously, if you're having issues with self-love or self-esteem or self-confidence, this is a good method, in my opinion, to use so you can get more comfortable with just you. Eventually, it's just going to be you. So I think it's healthy to get accustomed to that and enjoy it it doesn't have to be a sad thing damn i'm by myself damn i'm bored i love my company i think i am the funniest person 
I'm going to go ahead and say the world. I think I'm one of the funniest people in the world. I think I'm very smart. I ain't going to say the world because there's a lot of smart-ass people out there. And I just enjoy me. When I'm by myself, when I'm by myself at the house, um, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm doing things that I would not do in front of people. And I love that. Like... I get to sing as loud as I want to. I get to dance how I want to. I get to shit go over things. I get to just enjoy me. Being me. A hundred percent. It's not like, oh, don't don't sing out loud because you know you don't want them to be like, damn, you can't sing. Or oh, don't dance because they're gonna be like, oh, you really can't dance. It's just like, this is me. No rhythm. <laughs> I can only hold what some high notes and that's my opinion uh, and it's just it's just a good ass time I, I i've been around people that are constantly like what's going on you know i want to go over here i want to go over there um they just don't seem like they enjoy being by themselves or just silence and a part of me be like that's kind of unhealthy if you always have to be around people like you always have to be engaging but i guess there's extroverts but at the same time i still think it's healthy to learn how to enjoy yourself and love on yourself without other eyes or ears seemingly judging you or just like i said previously it's going to happen eventually we're going to be by ourselves there's going to be a time where we're by ourselves so it's for me, I mean, get used to it. And if you got to be by yourself, I would enjoy being by myself rather than me being by myself and being in misery. That's just me. Now, this is something that... This next point is something that used to irritate me, but um, now it doesn't. Now, when you do... Start to isolate yourself and appreciate your solitude and appreciate your your peace that the solitude is bringing you. Some people will get upset at you. I know it sounds bonkers, but this is a real thing, folks. I've experienced it. I've had people come up to me and tell me they've experienced it. Now, everyone needs something from you. Your company, your motivation, your advice, love, money, or just access to you. Going in solitude can and or will upset some people. Now, some people may feel like you abandoned them by going into solitude. Or maybe they feel like you don't need solitude. But honestly, y'all, who gives a fuck what they think? You got to do what's best for you. And I know some people may feel like, damn, you know, you ain't picking up the phone. You know, you ain't, you know, coming out. What's going on with you? You acting funny. And it's it's strange that when you're doing stuff for you, you're acting funny. But when you're doing things for other people, you're not acting funny. And the things you're doing for them could be tearing you down. They could be... Not having you in the best environments for your well-being. But it's so funny that people look at that like, damn, you acting funny now. And it's like, I'm trying to grow. Why do I got to be acting funny? It, 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 like I said, 
before I turned to stuttering Stanley, it used to irritate me so much because in my head, I was just thinking, damn, I'm trying to become a better person. I'm trying to get over things. Y'all know I always bring up like my attitude, you know, time, like all these things. I'm trying to be a better person and I'm acting funny. You, you find this as a negative? Me doing something that's going to make me better and possibly our relationship better. You're looking at it as I'm doing something wrong to you. I'm just taking out. I'm just being to myself to hurt you. And it used to really confuse me. It used to re- it used to hurt my feelings, too, because I would be like, damn, you know, brother's just trying to grow. Especially the people that would be like. Oh my God, Slim, you got a bad attitude. Or, oh my God, you go too deep into conversations. And then when I started pulling back, it would be like, oh my God, you acting funny. Oh my God, what's going on with you? Oh my God, you don't come around. And I would just be sitting there like, um, but you were getting irritated with me. Like, I was getting the attitude and things. And I was getting ir- I was irritable, so I pulled myself back. I did what I had to do. And now it's this. So it will be very, it it was very confusing for me until I just got in my head that, you know what? Y'all don't know what I need. Y'all don't. And for you to sit up here and think that someone's acting funny when they pull back from you and to immediately take that offensively, I think that's kind of nuts. Especially those of you or those people who just say you're acting funny and they haven't even checked on you. It's all about the calls and the texts that that you have not picked up. It's never about, are you okay? What can I do for you? Do you need anything? Um, Is something going on between us? It's always just pointing the finger at you and saying, you're acting funny. It's is as if, like I said earlier or previously, you just think I'm going into solitude just to hurt you? Like, what? How do y'all, how do they come up with this in their minds? Like, I just, I just find it so crazy. But when you do go into solitude for yourself, that can happen. It has happened to a couple of people around me and it has happened to me. So don't let that discourage you because only you know what you need for your growth and your peace and if solitude is that or if solitude is a part of that then do that because going around some energies that doesn't mean you the 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 best and going going into places that don't have good energy just being around bad energy in general that's not doing anything for you so if someone doesn't understand that then you you probably do need to continue isolating yourself from that person and enjoying your solitude because if a person would rather you be around bad energy and not growing versus being in solitude and growing you don't need to be around those people you don't you being in solitude and working on yourself or just figuring some things out is not going to be the end of the world and if somebody is depending on you for one of those things, like maybe your company or your, you know, motivation, maybe you give really good advice or maybe they just want access to you. 
that's not saying the relationship is over, the friendship is over, the family ties are cut. You're just simply asking for a timeout. And if you can't get a timeout to do what's best for you, then you need to sit that person's ass down and you need to walk away. Because it's as simple as this for me. I just want to be happy. That's it. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. I'm not trying to do anything malicious. I'm not trying to do anything tit for tat. I'm not trying to do anything vengeful. When I go into my bubbles, I'm literally trying not to hurt someone. And not like I'm finna like stab somebody or, you know, anything like that. It's just I know what's best for me. I know if I force myself to be around people and I need time to myself, I'm going to have an attitude and I'm going to come off as a bitch. And no one's going to look at, you know, well, he did say he wanted to be by himself. Everyone's going to look at the reaction. And that's just how it is. So... For me, the way I avoided that was I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm it might not make sense to you. It might shoot might even hurt your feelings that I don't want to come, don't want to go. I might or it might hurt your feelings that I'm not picking up the phone. But you don't understand what I need versus what you want. I need solitude right now. You want me to be around you. But me being around you isn't going to make me better. It hasn't. So I think you have to get that across to people and either they can get on board with you or they got to go. Bye. If your solitude threatens people or makes people angry and you're just simply trying to work on yourself, just take a moment and just let's just stop right there. If doing something to make you a better person, make you a happier person, a more a person that's at peace. And a person that's more positive. If doing something is going to do all of that for you and someone is upset at it, upset at you, you need to really think about that. You really do. Because that does not seem healthy at all. And I've had to cut people off or distance myself from people when I felt that energy. And I haven't looked back. I mean, we probably still have a smidge of a relationship together. But you showed me that you really weren't here for my growth. You showed me that you really weren't here for my happiness. You showed me that you really weren't here for a more peaceful mindset. Because you were so worried about what you wanted. You weren't even concerned about what I needed. So for me, that's something to think about. And that's why, another reason why, solitude is important. You get to really check and balance who's there for you. And who is just there while you can do something for them. And it's a difference, folks. It really is. And that brings me back. Well, that brings me to my next point. You really do have to step back and evaluate your relationships. Which ones need work? Which ones make you happy? Which ones drain you? Or maybe you need to distance yourself from a relationship or end it all together. Don't need to say it again. Evaluate your relationships when you're in solitude, when you're by yourself. Just ask yourself. It it really do be simple. For me, it really it really is simple. When we when I just think about life recently, it really be simple questions. It be like, does this person do am I happy around this person? No. Does this make me happy? Yes. Like if yes or no. I feel like a lot of us are scared or apprehensive to give those yes or no's when it really is that simple. You drain me. 
I mean, you don't make me happy. This needs work. Like, it's usually right there. We just have to take off those rose-colored glasses because of the time invested or because we just don't want to get that no or that you don't make me happy or you do drink. We don't want to get those answers. But something I'm learning is even if you get a no or you don't make me happy or you you drain me that's not the end all be all that could be a doorway to improve upon something or it could be a doorway to peace by just cutting something off or ending something but i think we do a disservice to ourselves when we just don't ask those hard questions where we're not really just saying hey what is going on another reason why solitude is important reevaluate your people also <clears throat> I want to say this. While you're on this journey of growth and trying to attain or and keep your peace, you really do have to get in the mindset of what's best for me and not what's best for everyone else. I I used to have that mindset where I was like, well, you know, I want everyone to be happy or I want everyone to, you know, enjoy themselves or I just want everyone... I was putting everyone before me, and it drained me. It almost killed me. It had me in a mental hospital. Well, shit, about to check myself in, rather, until I I didn't have the insurance or something like that. But, um, (laughs) and I'm speaking from experience. And the reason I'm so transparent is because I don't want people to go through what I went through, and I want people to be able to learn from what I've experienced because a lot of times we fight these battles hidden we don't let anyone know we just let this stuff pile up on us we just let this stress just get to us and we don't say anything and I feel like it's important before you get to those places get some solitude take your peace back and fight for it you don't have to always be attached to your, you know, your phone if it stresses you out. You don't have to always be, you know, texting back rapidly, you know. You don't, you're not at everyone's disposal. Because we have to, we have to think about it. Is this, is it the same on the other ends? Is it? And if you're one of those people that go hard for everyone... Think about who's going hard for you. And sometimes we can go so hard for everyone that, again, we lose ourselves. We're just a do. A doer. We're just doing, 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 doing. But what are we doing for our physical, our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual? What are we doing? I know a bunch of people in my life that are just doing. And I've had to tell some of them, do something for yourself. You've already made your mark on this world as a good person, as a carer, as a giver. No one can take that from you. That's written in the history books of life. Can't no one take that from you. So do something for yourself. It's not selfish. It's necessary. I know that's a cliche, but I didn't know what else to put right there. And I had to learn it the hard way. Like I just said, I almost ended up in Lakeside by stretching myself too too thin. 
real talk like seriously i stretch myself way too thin with relationship family school work trying to be an all-star rock star and trying to be the dependable person that the dependable people could depend on i i kind of feel like i was that dependable person for all the other people that were depended on because it's so many times that us dependable people don't have anyone to depend on and we're very strong and we're very independent we're gonna go get it ourselves we don't need no help i've met so many of me i've met so many of us and one thing i'll tell us is do something for you like my mom is always buying the kids stuff i'm like did you get yourself something did you get your nails done did you get your hair cut did you buy yourself a new outfit do something for you if a person calls you selfish when you start doing stuff for yourself leave that person in the dust please because i guarantee you you had 10 plus years when you were dependable deborah and no one said anything about you being overworked overextended and exhausted no one said anything about it you might have got a dang you look tired but did you ever get a what can we do for you i want to do something for you because you always doing something for everybody else so what would you like how many times have you heard that probably none and that's why i say solitude is important because you get the chance to do that stuff now let me tell y'all this story like i said i've been dependable i've tried to my best to be that someone called me selfish and it destroyed me this person called me selfish and i literally went in my head and i just thought about everything that i had just been doing i thought about i had chipped away at all the stuff that i had been doing i had broken down to so many to such small pieces that they didn't even matter anymore because at that point i was just so engulfed in damn i must really be selfish if someone's saying it i had let someone manipulate my mind just that quick and it took some time to repair that and bring it back and let myself know that the person that said that is full of shit. And I was only selfish because I wasn't going to do something for them at that moment. And I had stood up for myself. After 20 years of being dependable, I had stood up for myself. And that was the moment I got called selfish. Crazy, huh? It's crazy because... Then you go back in your mind after I had built myself up. I was like, how the hell could this person call me selfish? And I had did this. I mean, I was just thinking like I did. And I'm not the type of person to keep a tally of things I do. Because ask anybody close to me, whether it's money or whatever, I'll do it. I don't mind helping at all. Especially if I feel like you you really need my help for lack of a better word or you don't trust anyone else but me i'm there or you don't want to ask anybody else i i i'm there i try to be i've had a couple of people come and tell me you know what you do be there so 
I, I believe it. But it took me a long time to rebuild myself from that. And that's why I'm coming to y'all saying, don't let anyone tell you when you set boundaries, when you take time for yourself, or when you stand up for yourself, that you're being selfish. There is plenty of proof that you are not. So take that time for yourself. We have to learn how to enjoy our own company. And while we're enjoying our own company, we also have to learn how to work on ourselves and it's kind of interesting because while you're enjoying your own company and loving on yourself and just cementing your peace and finding your finding that peace in whatever avenue is it whether it's mixed martial arts whether it's going to paint and sip whether it's going to the gym whether it's taking a cooking class whether it's whatever it is that's time that you're loving on yourself and that is also growth. That is also healing. So that's why solitude is important. Because it's it's so much in one. It brings peace. It brings love. And it makes you reevaluate. It makes you grow. It makes you do so much that you can't do. Sometimes with a lot of people around you. Sometimes you need to have that internal dialogue with yourself. To really figure out what's going on with me. What can I do to improve myself? What's holding me back? And how do I continue loving on myself? Solitude is important. So, get out there and get y'all some solitude. And again, don't let one person tell you that you're selfish. Tell them to review the history books. Bye!